Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On the interloop ramp to go south on 95, that crash has been cleared. Delays remain. Standard volume delays on the 95 corridor both ways, southbound and brief uh, northbound. Easy pass lanes run north. Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Buy two windows and get two free. It's windownation.com. I'm Joe Comer, WTOP Traffic. Joe, thank you to ABC7's Mark Pena now. A cold night ahead across the DMV as clear skies and calm winds pave the way for temperatures to dip into the 30s by early Sunday morning. So expect some patchy areas of frost to start your day. Sunshine comes out, though, and we're looking at a fantastic Sunday afternoon with temperatures warming into the low 60s with west winds around 10 to 20 miles an hour. So the Commander's game should go off without a hitch. It'll be a really beautiful day for some football. Tomorrow night, temperatures dipping back into the 30s. And for Monday, we'll start the day sunny, but we'll see increasing clouds ahead of our next storm system with highs in the low 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 52 degrees downtown at Foggy Bottom, home of George Washington University and the State Department. 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. It's Saturday evening. I'm Del Walters. Coming up. Honors today for former Mayor Marion Barry in the community he loved. In Anacostia, I'm Dick Iuliano. A man who hit and killed an Uber passenger will spend several years in prison. I'm Luke Lukert. The social media posts through Gone and the work to repair community relations begins for a local immigrants' rights group. I'm Kate Ryan. What D.C. police will be texting and emailing some of the city's crime victims? I'm John Dome at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn. In Israel this evening, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said there is no deal with Hamas to release hostages in return for a longer ceasefire. BBC's Nick Beek is in Jerusalem. He also said, I think quite interestingly, we, we are aware of global efforts to pressure us into actions that jeopardize Israel's safety and security, but we won't relent until Hamas is defeated. So basically saying they will continue. But a little later on, he did say that we must minimize harm to the Gazan population to ensure continued support from our allies. President Biden addressed the conflict in the Middle East in a major newspaper. White House correspondent Christina Ruffini with details. Amid growing criticism from his own party over his handling of the Israel-Gaza conflict, President Biden has a byline in the Washington Post, where he once again tries to draw a connection between the conflicts in Ukraine and the Middle East, arguing that, quote, both Putin and Hamas are fighting to wipe a neighboring democracy off the map, and that it's in America's national security interest not to let that happen. He also writes that the U.S., quote, stands firmly with the people of Israel and that his administration is working hour by hour for the release of the more than 200 hostages taken by Hamas. The great Turkey Day getaway is already on. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at Miami International Airport. Already this month, the TSA has screened more passengers than before the pandemic. We're expecting to see the most passengers departing from Atlanta, Denver, Dallas, and Los Angeles. More people are expected to drive, over 49 million according to AAA, making this the third busiest Thanksgiving ever. Big problems for SpaceX with a second unsuccessful launch. Seven months ago, SpaceX launched its giant Starship rocket on its maiden test flight. But the vehicle self-destructed four minutes after takeoff due to multiple premature engine shutdowns and the failure of the first and second stages to separate. This second time around, the engines appeared to work normally, as did the stage separation system, 
both of those were major objectives. That's space consultant Bill Harwood. New details about the person who killed a security guard in a New Hampshire hospital yesterday. Attorney General John Formella. We can now identify the shooter as John Midori. He was shot by a state trooper. Don't eat that cantaloupe in your fridge. At least 43 people have gotten sick in 15 states by salmonella linked to the fruit. Officials in Canada are also investigating a salmonella outbreak involving cantaloupes. Several brands of the fruit have been recalled so far, including Malachita, Vineyard, and Aldi. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 6.03 on Saturday evening, November 18th, 2023. 48 degrees, breezes dying down, temps drifting into the 40s. Good evening, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour, a well-known street in the district is being renamed for former D.C. Mayor Marion Barry. Good Hope Road has a new name. Marion Barry Avenue, Southeast. Barbara Jones led the two-year petition drive leading to the name change. She says people left touching remarks on the petition page. I just cried. It's over 3,000 comments and I just cried for each comment. Oh, he was a wonderful man. People remember the former mayor and Ward 8 council member, not for his imperfections, but his summer jobs program, a nutrition program for young moms and help for seniors. The day's marked with music, speeches, and games for kids. In Southeast D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 6.04. The man who killed a George Washington University graduate student in a drunk driving crash gets an eight-year prison sentence. The judge who handed down that decision called the case... One of the saddest he's ever seen. Carlos Christian Ray was in the backseat of an Uber with his girlfriend on January 15th when 31-year-old Reginald Johnson T-boned the car at the intersection of Massachusetts and 15th Street, Northwest D.C. The crash killed Christian and severely injured his girlfriend. Johnson had six drinks in the previous four hours and was speeding 35 miles per hour over the limit. Johnson pleaded guilty in June to involuntary manslaughter and assault with a dangerous weapon. Christian's mother, who said she would never see her son smile again, pleaded with the judge for a maximum sentence. Johnson made remarks Friday saying he wished he could trade places with the NBA's student and expressed his deepest remorse. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A former town commissioner in Emmitsburg, Maryland, is facing child abuse charges tonight. Frederick County Sheriff's deputies responded yesterday to the home of 47-year-old Joseph Anthony Ritz III. When they arrived, they found Ritz's 13-year-old son with visual marks from an apparent assault. EMS responded and examined the boy. His mother told paramedics not to transport the boy to the hospital for treatment. Ritz was arrested and charged with first and second degree assault. A college professor in the DMV is under arrest, charged with 10 counts of possessing child pornography. Frederick police say they arrested 61-year-old Anthony Buckley Rosenfeld on Thursday. A Mount St. Mary's University webpage says Rosenfeld has been with the school since 1997. He was last a music professor. A school spokesperson tells the Frederick News Post that police notified the University of Rosenfeld's charges, adding that he's on administrative leave while they evaluate the matter. Police identified Rosenfeld as a suspect in an investigation involving Internet crimes against children back in February. 
It's 6.06. After being criticized for social media posts on the Israeli-Hamas war, Casa of Maryland says it is committed to working to repair relationships with the Jewish community. The apology came nearly two weeks after the posts appeared on the Internet. In an interview with WTOP, Gustavo Torres, the executive director of Casa of Maryland, said since the group's social media posts that called for a ceasefire in the war in Gaza and referred to an ethnic cleansing of the Palestinian people led to a firestorm of criticism, the group took the messages down and worked to listen. We have been receiving comments from a lot of great friends and partners in the Jewish community, and we are going to hold internal trainings on anti-Semitic, anti-Arab, and anti-Muslim diets. Montgomery County Council member Natalie Fanny Gonzalez, who denounced the social media posts, said the apology helps start a healing process. And I look forward to, you know, to continue working with them as they learn from this experience. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. If you're the victim of a crime, often it's up to you to keep track of the police officer's information and the case number. Now, some of that's going to change in the district thanks to technology. D.C. police are getting ready to start sending out text messages and emails to some crime victims. They'll have the contact information for the officers. They'll have the report numbers they could reference and follow up that way. And then when it gets assigned to a detective, same thing. They'll have the detective's email. Assistant Police Chief Carlos Harad. So they can call and seek a follow-up. But again, it won't be a guessing game of where the offense occurred or what day it occurred. They'll have the report numbers handy to them. This will be used for the victims of most crimes, but not all crimes. Because I think there's some of the more serious offenses like sexual abuses or homicides that we don't want to, for a minute, think this is an acceptable means to communicate to victims. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News. Has Amazon HQ2 had an impact on Arlington housing? Why, it's hard to tell. I'm Jeff Glabel. 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th, riding along with Joe Conway in the traffic center. It is one crazy busy night, Ian. We'll start off in the uh, Capitol Beltway talking about the heavy volume delays all the way around. In separate stretches, a lot of through travelers for pre-holiday weekend volume causing major problems and delays in unusual spots. But really the only crashes we've got reported are in Prince George's County on the Interloop near St. Barnabas Road. And that's blocking at least one lane. Your delay is beginning near Branch Avenue, but quite heavy in spots all the way around in a lot of places. We had some police activity reported earlier on the Beltway affecting traffic both ways near Connecticut Avenue. Let's stay in Maryland talk about the crashes on 270. One was northbound, north of 109. It was along the right side of the roadway. Should be on the shoulder at this point, but still jammed from the truck scales. Southbound 270, your crash was near Urbana. That's been moved out of the way as well. It was along the left, and your delay is beginning near I-70. Elsewhere in Maryland, on Route 29, your crash was southbound near Maryland 200, the Intercounty Connector. We've got it in camera. You're getting by a single file to the left under police direction. Several vehicles involved there. We've got delays reported on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway north and south, as you might expect, and stretches, but again, nothing organized. Had an earlier crash reported southbound I-97 approaching Route 50. Sounds like they've cleared it, but delays remain at that point. On the trip in Virginia on the Beltway, same deal. We've got volume delays in a lot of stretches. The busiest on the interloop leaving Tyson's toward the Legion Bridge. Out of loop through Alexandria and the, into the throughs and locals leaving Van Dorn Street. We had a crash on the interloop ramp to go south on 95. That's been cleared. Your lanes are available. 66 east and west flowing through West Falls Church and Arlington County. 395 south, your crash before Glebe Road. We found it in camera. That's along the left side. We've got delays uh, to a crash on 123 southbound leaving Workhouse Road. That should be along the right. 
We are brought to you by Fitzgerald. If you're looking for an electric car, try Hyundai's Ionic, Toyota's BZ4X, or Volkswagen's ID4. Government incentives available. Go electric the Fitzway at Fitzball.com. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP your traffic. 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Mark Pena. A cold night ahead as temperatures dip into the 30s under clear skies with calm winds. So expect some patchy areas of frost on your early Sunday morning. It won't be cold for long, though. Temperatures warm into the low 60s for Sunday afternoon with lots of sunshine. We'll have west winds around 10 to 20 miles an hour, so the commander's game should go off without a hitch. Just make sure to bring your sunglasses. For tomorrow night, temperatures dip back into the 30s under clear skies. And for Monday, we'll start the day sunny, but we'll see increasing clouds throughout the day ahead of our next storm system, which looks to bring quite a bit of rain for the day on Tuesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. Fairfax with 48 degrees, 49 in College Park, 52 along the National Mall, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour of Jeff Claybaugh. When Amazon began staffing up its HQ2 in Arlington, it raised concerns about what it would do to the local housing market. Amazon was bringing 25,000 highly paid employees to a market where housing was already expensive. There were a lot of fears that that those new workers were going to push existing residents out or just make it really hard to find affordable housing to buy. That's Lisa Sturdivant at listing service Bright MLS. Initially, it looked like that was what would happen. Short term, there was a bump up in single family home prices in the National Landing Area, as well as in Arlington more generally, it was pretty short-lived, and it seemed to be more driven by the announcement itself rather than actual workers moving. There is no clear way to know exactly what HQ2's impact has been. The waters have been muddied. Just 18 months after the HQ2 announcement, we were hit with COVID. And COVID really, of course, as we know, changed everything, including the housing market. Amazon's Phase 2 HQ2 campus expansion is on indefinite hold. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, the Capitol Hill battle over where the new FBI headquarters will be built is heating up. A closer look is just ahead. It's 6-12. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Dave Preston here, and right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. Plus, when you win, FanDuel pays you immediately. Check out Presto's picks on the sports page at WTOP.com for today's local college action, including Maryland, Michigan, and Virginia Duke. Visit FanDuel.com slash Presto and kick off your NFL season. That's P-R-E-S-T-O. Yes, I took the last letter off of my last name. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's 613. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. 1000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. 
Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Ends 12-5-2023. New customers with gigabit extra internet, security edge, one voice mobility line, and connection pro or Wi-Fi pro with two-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. Still to come, Maryland football just can't get that signature win as Michigan escapes College Park. Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. The multi-cloud environment has arrived, but the journey to the multi-cloud has been anything but tested or proven. Join us to learn how your agency can effectively, efficiently, and securely leverage the best of what multi-cloud offers to manage your data at each hybrid point along the journey. A unique panel of AWS, Commvault, and Kellen Technologies shows you how a trusted panel of partners smooth the transition and deliver the resiliency that has always been the value proposition underpinning hybrid multi-cloud technology. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615 with Ian Crawford. Glad we could share some of our Saturday together. Maryland's congressional delegation is excited about the fact that Greenbelt has been chosen to be the home of a new FBI headquarters. But Virginia's congressional delegation says they're not done fighting trying to get the building cited in that state. WTOP's Mitchell Miller with more from Capitol Hill. Lawmakers in the Commonwealth remain upset over how the General Services Administration made the decision choosing Greenbelt over Springfield, Virginia. They formally called for an investigation by the GSA's Inspector General, questioning why a panel that recommended Springfield was overruled by a GSA political appointee. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine. What we've called for is, look, you parachuted in a political appointee over the top of these experts this person was there long enough to overturn their recommendation, recommend Maryland, and then left the GSA to go do something else. Don't let politics trump the FBI's mission. This is too important to play politics with. So we've asked that the decision be reversed and restored, frankly, to what the recommendation of the professionals was. Kane notes that FBI Director Christopher Ray outlined concerns about the process in a letter to the GSA. So the investigation in this case is probably not going to take as long as some others because the facts are already pretty plainly on the record. But we're going to keep pressing until we get the investigation. Maryland's congressional delegation says the facts are on their side, that Greenbelt fairly won the competition to get the new FBI headquarters, and that the decision is final. Maryland Congressman Steny Hoyer. An objective reading of all the facts led to the selection of the FBI headquarters at Greenbelt, Maryland. Because it's best for the country, best for the FBI, and best uh, for the people. During a hearing of the House Oversight Committee this week, GSA Administrator Robin Carnahan defended her agency's decision. I am proud of the process that we ran. I stand behind the decision of our team and of all the public servants who carefully followed that process and selected the site most advantageous 
to the government. The FBI's move from its deteriorating headquarters in Washington to Greenbelt is still years away. A developer must be chosen and Congress will need to provide funding for the move. Some House Republicans oppose providing funding, not because of where the headquarters would be located, but because they are critical of various FBI policies. So while the site has been chosen, there are still plenty of issues to address before thousands of FBI employees move to a new home. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Quick look at the top stories we're working on tonight at WTOP. Leaders in Falls Church work to increase pedestrian safety in neighborhoods. People who escape Al-Shifa Hospital in the Gaza Strip describe a chaotic evacuation. New Hampshire authorities identify the man who burst into a psychiatric hospital, killing a security guard. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Joe Conway in the traffic center. Well, as I was saying, pre-holiday weekend volume is making it tough. Uh, through Travelers is making it a tough ride on the Capitol Beltway. For locals as well, it's a long, slow ride in several stretches through Prince George's and Montgomery counties as well as on the Virginia side. Do have a crash on the Maryland Beltway. This one's on the interloop near St. Barnabas Road under police direction. Sounds like it's along the right. On 270 northbound, your crash was north of 109 along the left. 270 south after Route 80 crash along the right. Heavy delays both ways. 29 southbound at Maryland 200. Your crash along the right in camera. You're staying to the left to get by. Baltimore Washington Parkway experiencing slowdowns north and south in separate stretches, but nothing again to reportedly block anyway. Had a crash reported I-97 southbound south of 178. Believe they've cleared it, but delays remain. Virginia Beltway delays jammed on the interloop leaving I-66 toward the Legion Bridge. Adult delays from the Springfield Interchange most of the way toward the Wilson Bridge. No relief in the throughs. The throughs and the locals are tough. 95 south delays out of Springfield most of the way toward Triangle. Easy pass lanes are north. Southbound 395 crash before Glebe Road has been pushed to the right side. 395 northbound delays from the Pentagon into the district over toward the 12th Street Expressway. I-66 crash was eastbound near Business 234 in Manassas. It's along the left. We've got a crash on the Leesburg Pipe Pass reported near Edwards Ferry Road, affecting traffic both ways there on Route 15. On 123 southbound, your crash was after Workhouse Road along the right. In the district, 295 south crawling, New York Avenue toward East Capitol Street, 395 south from the tunnel toward the outbound case. Park Road, your crash was near the Piney Branch Parkway under police direction. Brought to you by Greenberg and Betterman for more than 35 years. They've helped clients win the compensation they deserve. As always, you pay no fee unless your case is won. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. The forecast from 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. A cold night ahead across the DMV as clear skies and calm winds pave the way for temperatures to dip into the 30s by early Sunday morning. So expect some patchy areas of frost to start your day. Sunshine comes out, though, and we're looking at a fantastic Sunday afternoon with temperatures warming into the low 60s with west winds around 10 to 20 miles an hour. So the commander's game should go off without a hitch. It would be a really beautiful day for some football. Tomorrow night, temperatures dipping back into the 30s. And for Monday, we'll start the day sunny, but we'll see increasing clouds ahead of our next storm system with highs in the low 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 50 in Georgetown, 47 in Bowie, 45 in Leesburg. And coming up on WTOP, an update on federal regulations tightening safety rules for car, car cheats for children. It's 621. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I was running until I wasn't. 
my hospital stay would have cost nearly $48,000, even with insurance. But with VA, I'll pay zero. And VA is the best, most affordable health care in America for veterans like me. Knowing that my family is waiting at home and a surprise medical bill isn't, that's good for my heart. My service was then. My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for this hyper amount of benefits mentioned here. 622. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the not-a-bills, the... Press forward and repeat these options. Does health care have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make health care easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. I'm Matt Bibbo, General Manager at BMW and Mini of Sterling and Washington Exotics. I want to personally thank you for your support through all these years. If you're in the market for a new car, I invite you to take a look our direction. We offer mobile service, online purchasing, and pickup and delivery for sales and service. We're committed to making it convenient for you, giving you the opportunity to do business wherever, whenever, and however you choose. Visit us at bmwofsterling.com and miniofsterling.com. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. It's 623 Public Health Warnings to get a COVID booster before the Thanksgiving holiday may be falling on deaf ears. The Kaiser Family Foundation survey showed that three-quarters of the adults questioned say they're not too worried about COVID, and two-thirds say they're not worried about spreading the virus to those they're with during the upcoming holidays. Interest in getting the new COVID-19 booster shot also appears to be softening. Only one in five, 20%, say they've gotten the new vaccine that became available in September, with an additional 28% saying they definitely or probably will get the shot. The rest say they definitely or probably will not get the new shot. A large group, 3 in 10, say they previously got a COVID vaccine, but now they don't plan to get an updated one. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. When President Biden signed the infrastructure bill into law two years ago, it started a clock for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to draft new safety regulations. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports that one of those proposed regulations prompted by a multi-year CBS News investigation was to improve the federal safety standard for vehicle seats. That clock expired this past Wednesday. A CBS News investigation that began in 2015 exposed the strength standard leaves vehicle front seats susceptible to collapse and rear-end crashes, putting children in the back seat at an increased risk of injury or death. Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey, who was one of the primary backers of the measure in Congress, tells CBS News, I will be keeping the pressure on until families and parents know the front seats of their cars will not suddenly turn into deadly threats to their children seated behind them. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. I tell you what, Frank Hanrahan, number two team or not, Terps put up a game fight against uh, Michigan today. Yeah, they needed a, a signature win, but it did not come today. But it was a good fight by the Terps, but they lose 31-24 to number two Michigan in College Park on senior day. Coach Mike Loxley. When you play a champion like Michigan, you got to understand they won't give it to you. And our guys need to continue to understand that we're going to have to go take it, whether it's against them and the crowd. You know, they had a great crowd show up here for us, but you know what? There are no, more vic- no, no moral victories, but this is definitely one of those games 
things that I feel as a program that we'll be able to build off of. Terps now 6-5, close out at Rutgers next Saturday.